You can't keep a good show down or even a surprisingly mediocre one. It's the Pundit Showdown. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to the Pundit Showdown. I'm Philip Michaels. I'm your host. No, really, I am. We're back. Sort of. For now. Who knows? Maybe we'll stop recording mid-show. Let's meet our panelists in this contest where I ask questions and they supply answers. Our first panelist, he is, with tidbits, he writes books, including The Apple Watch, a take-control crash course, and photos for OS X and iOS. Please welcome... Jeff Carlson. Jeff, how are you today? I'm great. I love that I still have theme music. Yes, of course you have theme. The same theme music from before. Well, we, we only change it for people who angrily leave the show. So, uh, <laughs> okay. One of I'll these days. do that next time. Maybe um, you, you'll, you'll get a new song. Um, our next uh, uh, panelist is making his second appearance on the, on the Pundit Showdown. And he has theme music too, Jeff. You can read his work on um, Rolling Stone, where he's, a, where he's a contributor. You can read him at tomsguide.com, a website of some repute, from what I hear. Um, please welcome... Eric Malinowski is here. Thanks for having me, Philip. I haven't even told you that the A's and the Mets consummated a trade today. How exciting Did is that? they? We're breaking news here on the show that people weren't here for days. We literally never stopped breaking news. Wow. wow. Well, it's uh, good to have you here. Thank and you. the uh, the Mets are actually in playoff contention, so there you go. Wonders never cease. Yes. Our third panelist is with iMore and also the Incomparable, a podcasting network of some repute you may have heard of. Uh, you can also uh, go to her for all things roller derby. Let it roll, <laughs> It's Serenity Caldwell. Hello, Serenity. Hello, Phil. I'm excited to be back on the Pundit Showdown after and, a lengthy absence. And we are excited to have you. And finally, a last-minute replacement. We had someone who was going to be on the show. He he dropped out. A new fella stepped up. Much better than the old guy, as it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> really an absolute upgrade. You can hear him right now. Uh, you can hear him on the Amplified podcast. You can hear him on the Dalrymple Report. I, we've given away who it is. You can also read him at The Loop. <laughs> Jim Dalrymple's here. Hi, Jim. How you doing, Phil? Hey, I, more people should drop out if we get Jim Dalrymple on the show. That's what I always say. My, uh, my answer for everything today is Apple Music. Absolutely. Well, that's good because many of the questions are about Apple Music. Hey, let's remind people and myself how this actually works. I'm going to ask questions. You can get one point, two points, three points. You can also lose a point if you hear that sound. And let's start off. With our first question, it's all about this. Huh. So are we ever doing any more of these? And, are, and more importantly, are they going to be delayed for three months? <laughs> well, tomorrow is promised to no man, Jason, but uh, I would stay tuned to this time and, and channel. And, and That's and not how podcasts work. No. We last recorded a pun and showdown in February of 2015. Since that time, what's been the most interesting thing to happen in the world of tech? Let's start with Jeff Carlson. Well, uh, boy, there's been a lot that's happened. Sure um, has. I think that I would, uh, I think the, the Apple Watch could be a contender, but actually, I think 
I would go for the uh, New Horizons Pluto expedition. Hopefully that counts as tech, even though the technology was developed, you know, 10, 11 years ago. Um, you see the, this uh, amazing spacecraft out in space beaming back images, and you think, wow, with all the startups that are trying to figure out how to ship food to uh, various places in San Francisco, what if all that engineering talent went towards something bigger and broader and important? Very good. Very good answer. Eric. Uh, so this was uh, ages, eons, epochs ago. But I'm going to say that the the launch and, by all accounts, apparent viability of uh, premium TV streaming services over the Internet. Boom. Uh, primarily Sling TV uh, you know, offers a host of basic cable networks, uh, but most notably includes ESPN. And that's, you know, something that's been sort of a white whale for, you know, you know, a la carte streaming services. And so far it's been a few months and it's still up and running. So you got to say that, that some people are going for the service. Now, the problem here is that ESPN has an opt-out clause in with Sling TV, which is a, a Dish Network product. And basically if ESPN loses a certain amount of subscribers over a designated period of time, they can opt out. Uh, and they've apparently already sort of hit that number for their uh, period of time. So uh, I think that this will be a really hard bell to unring uh, because it's something that people have sort of been clamoring for for a long time, but they have it within their options to go that route. And another one that came up over the last few months was, of course, HBO Now, which was, I think, something that we all just kind of you know, longed for for a very long time. So that wasn't as surprising. Um, but you're seeing, you know, multiple outfits start to do this. So if this is a long-term thing, that's going to be exciting. Bonus point there for uh, squeezing actual information and knowledge into your, into your <laughs> answer. Don't that let that happen again. Don't, no, please don't. Uh, Ren. Okay, well, uh, as Jeff said, there are a bunch of options. The Apple Watch was a, a very big, sort of monumentous release from Apple as a brand new product. Um, but I actually have to go with the fact that Google Plus is uh, has had its final nail shoved in its coffin today, Ooh. of all things. Um, in that, uh, you know, a couple months ago, Vic Gondora left the company, and now they are finally making the merge to separate the Google Plus service from Google accounts. So that's one less creepy social thing that Google can peer into uh, for your accounts. Of course, there will still be your photos. An answer as timely as today's Athletics Mets trade. Jim Dalrymple. You know, people have mentioned it, but I'm going to have to go with Apple Watch, um, you know, as a, as an, an overly fat human being that has eaten more Big Macs than probably most people dare think about. Um, with Apple Watch and Health Kit, I've, I've lost 45 pounds in the last 11 months. So uh, it's it's been an amazing thing for me so that has probably ch- changed my life and and uh, f- uh, than any tech in a long time since i could podcast with phil anyway <laughs> an excellent answer i'm taking off a point because i found your 40 pounds so <laughs> <laughs> and i'd like to give them back next question despite setting a record for iphone sales during its third quarter not to mention that 10.7 billion dollar profit apple shares tumbled after the company announced third quarter earnings last week what's another instance where the reaction didn't necessarily live up to the news let's start with ren this time around all right. Well, I'm going to pick a movie, um, and that would be Jupiter Ascending, which I already talked at length about on uh, on a similar incomparable podcast called uh, 
Oh, uh, shoot. I can't remember the name of Anthony Johnson's podcast, which is really Unjustly awful. Maligned. Unjustly Maligned. Thank you. Point um, to me. <laughs> yep. Point, point to Phil. Jupiter Ascending was awesome trash. It is a flawed movie. It is a silly movie, but it is so much fun. And everybody's reaction to it was, oh, this movie is the worst thing, you know, since trash on the ground. Neglecting the fact that it, you know, is basically the ladies' version of a Transformers film, except funnier, and also werewolves on roller skates. So, really, you know, it's fun. Strong words. Uh, Eric? Uh, I'm also going to go with a movie. I'm going to say the Batman versus Superman trailer, or whatever footage we have seen thus far. Um, you know, it's pretty hard to mess up batman versus superman i mean how i mean really like not even Zack snyder can mess it up right i mean are we really gonna think that i mean he's got and then you know beyond that he's gonna be directing justice league justice league movies so uh you know the, you know we've got to look at the you know the reaction to this and what people are saying but you know i'm gonna hold out hope i'm gonna give him hope i was one of the few people that liked man of steel uh i didn't watch sucker punch oh so, so it was you it was me. I'm the one. I'm the one who leaves it on HBO every time it comes on. But I'm holding out hope, and uh, I'm going to go with an open mind. We'll see. Jim Dalrymple. Every single other Apple financial quarter. <laughs> it, it's it's true. I mean, no oh, yeah. matter no matter what happens, I remember, and Phil, you remember back in the day, uh, you know, Apple would, would have a, a $1 million profit in a quarter, or not even that. And now they have, you know, $10 billion. The stock still goes down. It, it, it just doesn't matter. Yeah. Excellent. Jeff Carlson, wrap us up here. Well, um, I'm going to also stick to the Apple beat and um, maybe pick something controversial. Uh, I would say U2's free album. Oh. Because... Um, you know, at its heart, it was actually a really good idea being able to take advantage of the whole iTunes infrastructure to give something free to everybody. The problem was they pushed it at everybody rather than saying, here's something that you could optionally download. And uh, so, you know, like it, it, it really was a good idea. It was implemented poorly and the album was just kind of so-so. So that that threw a wrench in too. Jeff Carlson adding nuance to our discussion. Let's move sorry, on. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, nuance and facts already in the two first two questions. I'm, I'm not sure I like this new direction that the uh, Pundit Showdown is taking. So I was going to say that I fixed one of my daughter's toys and then she'd forgotten about it, but that didn't seem as monumental. Well, I'm going to give you a point for that as a Oh, dad. thank you. Um, let's move on to our, our next question. Hey, we mentioned comic books. I want to assemble a task force of the most dangerous people on the planet who I think can do some good. They're bad guys. Exactly. And if anything goes wrong, we blame them. We have built-in deniability. What makes you think you can control them? Because getting people to act against their own self-interest is what I do for a living. And thankfully, I cut it off just before that I started a joke kicks in. That's the big news out of Comic-Con, other than Star Wars, Superman vs. Batman, The Hateful Eight, Ash vs. Evil Dead, Deadpool, and the next Hunger Games movie is The Suicide Squad, the story of what happens when a bunch of supervillains are turned into a black ops team for the government. What tech product should join the likes of Joker, Deadshot, and Harley Quinn in The Suicide Squad. Tech product in The Suicide Squad. Let's start off with Eric, since you uh, had the last superhero question. I'm going to say Microsoft Zune. 
I mean, you know, Boom. I mean, it survived through the years against all odds. And, you know, Microsoft, I don't think, basically has been supporting it for more than a year now, year and a half, like actively no support, like doesn't even like, you know, turn its head toward it at parties, that kind of thing. So uh, and you know that there's people out there with Zooms, you know, I mean, there's 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 Zoom lifers out there. And at the same time, if I never saw a Zoom again, I really wouldn't care. So uh, I say send the Zoom out there and uh, and hope for the best. Jim. I read that question, and I don't understand a single word of no, it. No, I barely understood it myself, and I wrote it. I, I, I don't know anything about what you said. I really don't. I'm going to give you a point, Jim, because you've, you've lived a life well spent. And uh, just, just avoid watching that trailer. Because uh, Jared Leto is... Um, um, he'll... he'll, he'll Get seared onto your corneas. Hey, Ren. Hi. All right. Well, if a tech project is going to join the Suicide Squad, it might as well be a tech collection, and that's going to be BlackBerry's phone collection because, hey, BlackBerry has a leap. Um, It has a passport, so it can sneak across countries legally and illegally. And, uh, you know, it's it's not doing so much good in Canada or anywhere else, so it might as well be blacklisted and sent off to die. All right. <laughs> Jeff, wrap us up again. Uh, I, the obvious choice here, I think, is Amazon's Echo because it's always listening. So it can keep tabs on the bad guys and then it can ruthlessly deplete their bank accounts by adding things to their shopping carts. And then, of course, deliver all that stuff with flying drones and, hmm, what else do flying drones carry? Hmm, high explosives. You, you really thought that out, and I, and I, I did. I did that. again. I apologize. I I did think it out. Sorry. Perhaps you are the supervillain. Anyhow, let's go to the scores. Jeff Carlson with his surprisingly elaborate plan to commit mayhem <laughs> and evil um, is ahead and with nine points. Eric just behind him with eight points. Uh, Jim and Serenity tied with six. Anybody's game thus far. Let's go to our next question. Donald Trump, speaking of supervillains, has certainly chosen an unconventional (laughs) strategy in his campaign for president by insulting immigrants, POWs, and the numerous multinational companies that have since cut ties with him. But who in the tech world deserves a Trump-style put-down? Jeff, let's start with you. I've got to say, probably Uber CEO Travis Kalanick. Kalanick? Um, Doesn't just matter. Because, um, <laughs> Pronounce it any, any way you like. Donald Trump would. <laughs> probably not colonic, but the, well, <laughs> maybe, maybe so. Um, just because Uber, um, it's, it's also a great idea, but they really like to put the disrupt into disrupting. Like they... Uber just seems like they are they are trying to antagonize too many people, whether that's customers, drivers. Uh, so that really seems deserving of a good trumping. Yes, Jim, do you understand this question? <laughs> uh, uh, no doubt about this one, Eric Smith. Oh, very good. <laughs> he needs to be taken down just for his stupidity. Well then. Ren, who 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 deserves a Trump style insult? Uh, specifically a tech company, and it's just Amazon, and not for their terrible working practices or you know dubious phones or 
TV products, uh, but for Prime Day, because Prime Day was something that I was really excited about, being like, hey, Amazon, you have millions of products. You could offer really cool deals. You could partner up with manufacturers to do good work. And instead, what do you use it as? You you clean off the, the dustiest back shelves and force some folks to lower their prices 10% more than they would otherwise already do it. So, you know, if you wanted to buy a 50-gallon tube of lube, Prime Day is great, uh, but everything else. <laughs> Extra point for Lou. <laughs> Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Uh, Eric. Uh, this is a little bit like Jim's answer. He doesn't quite have the track record of an Eric Schmidt, although he is uh, most definitely heading down that path. And that would be Tim Armstrong. Uh, by all accounts, Boom. just a really terrible boss. Um, <laughs> you know, from the way patch was handled and uh you know the the firing of a, a designer over conference call with a thousand employees on there um i i have to say if you're going to give tim armstrong any credit he didn't completely screw up uh verizon wanting to spend billions of dollars to buy aol so if you're going to give him points for that go ahead that's fine mm-hmm. with me and an extra bonus point there for the freelance writer uh spurning a potential client <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, TechCrunch. <laughs> yeah, so thank you there. Let's uh, move on to the next question before Eric further ruins his career. Please do. Uh, yes. Uh, it's all about this. Thanks for joining us, and welcome to San Francisco. Welcome to WWDC 2015. Although we may not have any... Thank you. High-flying trapeze acts. We do have a lot of great things to talk about this morning. Last month saw Apple's Worldwide Developers Conference and the introduction of betas for iOS 9 and OS 10 El Capitan. But let's talk about what didn't get announced besides the lack of a WWDC-themed episode of The Pundit Showdown. What was the biggest thing missing from this year's Worldwide Developer Conference? Ren, start us out. Well, uh, clearly it was Taylor Swift to introduce Swift, uh, their next iteration, but... uh... Honestly, I was really hoping to see more about the Apple TV. I know that hardware and content deals have been a long time frustration between the Apple TV development team and Eddie Q's organization trying to work out uh, between TV publishers. But for crying out loud, my poor device is old and it still has Discovery D and they're just problems. I, I need a new Apple TV, Apple. It needs to happen. Thank you, Gene Munster. Let's go to <laughs> Jeff Carlson. Um, well, I think that that uh, we were all hoping for a new version of iTunes, but that's that's just probably never going to happen. So I'm going to go sideways and say um, we really missed out by not seeing any Apple cookware. There's there's a lot of intelligence that goes into like rice cookers and sous vide cookers and things like that, and um, you know a lot of them already have iOS apps and the company even has food in its name so really it's it's time for a brand new uh product category from apple quite an unexpected answer let's ask eric what he has to say eric uh well i thought ren completely nailed it uh apple TV. extra, either extra the, point for ren either <laughs> <laughs> um but uh, I'm going to go a little bit deeper in the catalog and say I'm, I'm just still waiting for something of a time capsule refresh. Uh, it's been, I think, now over two years since we've seen it. Uh, storage and prices have maxed out. Uh, 
it just sort of seems to be stagnating there. I think that as we continue to, you know, accumulate more media and things like that, I think streaming services are going to help sort of alleviate that. But I mean, as we accumulate more stuff, we're going to need places to put it and then backing it up is going to be more important than ever. So um, I used to be on time. I used to be big on the bandwagon. I now go with like a third party external drive. I would love to see Apple put some more thought and resources into what a next gen time capsule could look like. Jim Dalrymple. A working version of iTunes. That's that's it. No, I <laughs> I, that, I would have been happy. <laughs> I, I was waiting for the cheers from the <laughs> listeners to die down before I began speaking again. And so let's go uh, to our next question. And it is the golden envelope question. Match my answer, which I have written down on a paper in front of me. You can't see what I've written, so I could have written down anything. Um, and you will get five bonus points. That is five bonus points. Pixels debuted in theaters last weekend to largely negative reviews, once again proving that old adage, never make a movie about video games. So, panel, which video game should be the subject of a movie? Jim Dalrymple. Plumbers don't wear ties. Serenity. I would like to see Monument Valley turn into a silent film. Boom. Oh, very good. Even naming the genre. Uh, Jeff. Uh, I, I'm going to have to go with Desert Bus, which is uh, made by Penn and Teller, and all you do is drive a bus through the desert in Nevada as long as it goes. Nothing happens. Although I, I guess maybe that could be um, uh, Fury Road, although a lot happened there. But Yes. Um, and Eric Malinowski. Super Mario Brothers, but do it right this time. Mm. Oh. Yeah. All right. None of you got the golden envelope question not surprisingly since it's a, a very singular choice zombie gunship an ios game that i'm, I'm very <laughs> fond of oh so close because it's that. It, it's zombies and it's gunships and that would be a great movie you could make it would be the dos boot of uh of of zombie movies which i think would be great let's check the scores well there has been a reversal of fortune here serenity caldwell has surged from last to first into the lead with 16 points. Eric and Jeff, once uh, once in the lead, are now tied with 14 points. Jim Dalrymple, right behind them, with 13. Serves him right for not understanding the question. <laughs> so let's go to our next question. A little more than a year after it bought Nokia's hardware business, Microsoft took a $7.6 billion write-off and laid off many employees in the division, essentially branding the acquisition a failure. Now, I would like to ask the panel a personal question. What's the biggest case of buyer remorse, buyer's remorse, rather, the biggest case of buyer's remorse that you've ever suffered? Um, Eric, start us out. I'm going to say my old Sony mini disc player that I bought in the fall of 1999. I was, uh, I was a, a college sophomore who had just discovered the wonders of Napster. And my God, Napster was wonderful for so many reasons, especially for downloading music and, and, and recording it to my mini disc player. But God, was that an awful piece of hardware. It was so hard to transfer them. You had to use an optical audio cable. You had to input all the metadata yourself. Uh, all of this is to say that I still have it somewhere. It still holds a charge, and I still listen to it once in a while. I bought my wife uh, one of those um, old Nike MP3 players 
literally hours before the iPod was introduced. So I, I, I feel for you, Eric. Um, Impeccable timing. Yeah, really great timing. Just follow me around to a store. and You're a trendsetter. Know, you'll know what's going to be announced the very next day because it will be <laughs> replacing whatever I bought. Jim. The worst thing was a Volkswagen Fox. I, I bought this uh, car and literally from the day I drove it off the lot, it just broke. It broke all around me. I could be driving and things would fall off of it. It was awful. The most, the worst experience I've ever had with a car. I sincerely hope that Volkswagen is not going to be a sponsor of the Incomparable <laughs> Podcast anytime soon. And if they are, um, Jim does not speak for all of us. And if, and, <laughs> And, and and if and if they don't want to buy a sponsorship, I'm glad that Jim hated your cars, folks. <laughs> Jeff, um, I have to say that the first thing that popped into my head uh, comes from when I was 12 years old. There's a game called Sword Quest for the Atari 2600. It had this great uh, DC Illustrated comic to set up this story. It was kind of a Dungeons and Dragons kind of thing. It had this you know that classic Atari cover art, and there was even a contest. If you could figure out the puzzles, you could win money. And the game was really boring. The graphics, of course, were really basic. And um, not all of the games in the series was released. And the, the, the competition never happened because Atari basically crumbled and lost all of its money. And again, if Atari would like to sponsor the <laughs> podcast, uh, Ren, you have not answered. No, I haven't, and I'm I'm a little sad because my my answer, my written down answer was. I the took fact, your answer, yeah, didn't I? No, no, Jeff <laughs> didn't take my answer. No, oh. no, Phil took my answer. I bought a I bought a Sony Walkman CD player like two days mm. before the iPod was introduced, and I got one. <laughs> Just a couple days later. Just if you're going to copy someone's answer, copy the best. Right? <laughs> True facts. Although the, the runner-up there was the iPad 3rd edition, which I, of course, bought in March. And then in yeah. September, there was a new one. Way to go, Apple. Way to go. Let's go to our next question. I think it's a subject near and dear to one of our panelists' hearts. Today we're announcing... Apple Music, the next chapter in music, and I know you are going to love it. It will change the way that you experience music forever. Apple Music launched at the end of June to some praise and um, some some criticism from what I've read on the web. Since this project was overseen by Apple Senior VP Eddie Q, let's create a three-song playlist to let Eddie know how Apple did getting its streaming music service off, off the ground. Let's start off. Oh, I think I know who I'm going to say for last. Let's have Jeff answer first. <laughs> well, um, I think I was going to go for um, I Knew You Were Trouble by Taylor Swift. Uh, the second one would have to be You're Driving Me Mad by Neil Finn. And the last one following up, I've got to go with The Smiths. Please, please, please let me get what I want. Boom. Very, very good. Ren. All right. To start, uh, I've got to go with Blue Swedes, Hooked on a Feelin'. So we were all so hopeful for Apple Music. Then as, as we got it into it, you know, Too Afraid to Love You by the Black Keys. What if something goes wrong? And finally, Let's Call the Whole Thing Off by Ella Fitzgerald. Boom. Very good. These are great answers. I, someone should record, get, put together one of these playlists. And Apple Music playlist. On, a, on some works. sort of streaming music service. Um, <laughs> Eric, what's your playlist? 
So for this, I'm going to have to stick with some Apple Keynote uh, band favorites. Uh, so you're going to kick things off with uh, The Killers' Read My Mind. Uh, and then you're going to segue into Coldplay, of course, with Speed of Sound. Uh, and then you're going to uh, wrap things up with uh, the moment when you start to get a little bit disappointed with the Apple Music offerings. And it's going to be stuck in a moment you can't get out of by U2. And uh, nice. finally, hmm, who hasn't answered here? <laughs> Jim, do you have any thoughts on Apple Music that you'd like to share? Well, I was going to put together a playlist of Aussie music, but since I don't have any anymore, I, I couldn't put one together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> we laugh to keep from crying. Uh, yes. Yeah. Mm. Well, let's let's move on <laughs> before we get a little bit sad. Hey, as we record this, there are now 21 people running for president. Assuming you are not one of the declared candidates, and the odds are the odds are against it, who would you like to see join the field, whether it's from the world of tech or beyond? Let's start with the Canadian, Jim Dalrymple. Me. I need to run for president because I am kinder and gentler than most other people that are running for president right now. And I will tell the truth. Unless it doesn't suit me, and then if somebody <laughs> pays me money, then I won't. <laughs> Completely ineligible to run, but uh, you'll have my vote in November. Uh, Ren, who would you like to see run for president? Oh, boy. Well, if we're going to add some mockery to the already mockable panel of people running for president, let's just throw Dan Lyons into the mix of fake Steve Jobs and Valleywag fame. Because, you know, if nothing else, it'll be really funny to see the own publication that he's now editor-in-chief for Merciless in his run for president. Excellent. Uh, Jeff? Uh, Well, you know, you have to think about presidential candidates. So who's the most insane, outspoken, appeal-to-the-people candidate? That would be T-Mobile CEO John Laguerre. Boom. I would love to see a John Laguerre Donald Trump debate for reasons that I should not have to <laughs> enunciate. That would be awesome at all, Eric. I'm going to say Jeff Bezos uh, because I I get this whole like Citizen Kane kind of vibe, you know, especially kind of you know buying the Washington Post and everything. And if that really kind of works out, and then the whole thing that ends in scandal, then you could get uh, J.K. Simmons to play him in the eventual biopic, you know, taking his Whiplash character and. Basically just turning Jeff Bezos into a raving lunatic. I mean, who wouldn't want that's box office gold? So that's that's my long-term game right here. Okay, we're going to do a bonus question that I did not tell the panelists about. So bear with me here. Jeff, how many of the 21 candidates do you think you could name? Oh, maybe two. Okay. <laughs> Eric, how many do you think you could name? Uh, Six. Okay. Jim, how many could you name? Is it more than six? Oh, uh, no. Okay. Ren, could you uh, name more than six? I think I can name six to seven. Okay. Oof. If you can name seven, you will be eligible for three bonus points. If you cannot name seven, um, then your uh, opponents will each get a point. So, Ren, name me seven presidential candidates. All right. Bernie Sanders. Correct. Hillary Clinton. Correct. I think Marco Rubio is running, correct? Correct. Rick Santorum? Correct. Chris Christie? Correct. Jeb Bush? Correct. And Donald Trump? Correct. 
And Three is Scott Walker points. running too? Yes, yes, he is. Now yes. you're just showing off. <laughs> the one player who did not need bonus points has walked away with bonus points. Three extra points. That gives her really an insurmountable lead. She could not answer another question and be assured of making the final. Uh, by my count, you have 29, Serenity. Um, uh, Jeff has 22. Eric has 21. Jim has 20. You're all just playing for second. It's Ren's World. And well, it's, not, it's clearly not fair when you ask so many uh, uh, presidential questions. Uh, that's true. Jim, can you name any candidates for Premier of Canada? <laughs> no. Damn. <laughs> okay, apparently it's politics I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to our next question. Now that Taylor Swift has fixed Apple Music in time for its launch, pause for derisive laughter, what problems <laughs> should the pop sensation turn her attention to next? Let's start off with Jeff on this question. Oh, well, um, based on our uh, previous uh troubles i i was gonna say skype but um <laughs> nothing nothing can nothing can fix skype um so i i'm gonna actually go with something serious okay. apologies again yeah. um i would say girls participation in tech oh, enroll yes. in oh, enroll excellent. taylor swift in app camp for girls get her programming uh she would be an amazing role model and um you know she's she's smart and savvy and can absolutely you know do it and not even just as like a you know figurehead and as um, pointed out earlier her last name is a programming uh, language now exactly so there you go uh eric minions i mean they would they would take care of us if they had the chance uh, just looking at those cold, lifeless eyes like a doll's eyes, and uh, you know that the threat is real. The threat is real. I don't even know what to do about that. So, Jim! <laughs> I, I don't think she's quite done with Apple Music, to be honest with you. And Ren. Oh, boy. Um, well, Apple Music is a really good candidate. Uh, but actually, you know, uh, she and Nicki Minaj were going back and forth on Twitter the other day. And Nicki, sure Minaj, Nicki Minaj mentioned, oh, you know, it would be really nice is if we had editing controls for Twitter. And Jack responded and was like, that's a great idea. So I would have loved to see Tw Taylor Swift jump on that bandwagon with Nicki Minaj and be like, yeah, Nicki. Yeah, Jack, let's fix it so that Twitter finally allows you to edit tweets instead of delete them. And, of course, the ability to edit tweets is the greatest threat facing Twitter right now. <laughs> of course. Uh, yes, let's move on to our next question. Hey, it's about this. What do you do? You're not an engineer. You're not a designer. You can't put a hammer to a nail. I built the circuit board. The graphical interface was stolen. So how come, ten times in a day, I read Steve Jobs as a genius? What do you do? Musicians play their instruments. I play the orchestra. So we finally have a full trailer featuring Michael Fosbender's turn as Steve Jobs in the Danny Boyle-directed movie of the same name. I would like to ask, what's another topic you hope we never talk about on this show again? <laughs> Eric, this is your second time on the show. I believe this is the second time you've had to talk about a Steve Jobs movie. So why don't you start us off? All this has happened before, and all this will happen again. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to say any question relating to Apple's cash on hand. Uh, it's pretty clear that they have more cash than they will ever have any need to do with anything in the world. And 
So I think it's just pretty obvious at this point that Apple's new campus is going to have a money bin a la Scrooge McDuck and Tim Cook just <laughs> wants to swim around and uh, you know Hell. spit gold doubloons out of his mouth. And frankly, that's his priority at this point. So we don't really need to talk about that anymore. And a bonus point, because that is another topic we've just driven into the ground on this show. So well done. <laughs> Killing two birds with Very one stone. Efficient. Jim, what should we never talk about again on the Pundit Showdown? Besides presidential candidates. Al Capone and syphilis. <laughs> I'll I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah, that was that was terrible in February. Yeah, <laughs> very. Uh, much as I much as I love Taylor Swift, I think we're we're about done with the Taylor. Swift. I think we've retired the Taylor Swift uh, questions this show. And uh, Jeff, I know I know it is going to come up, but you know how many tech pundits can you fit into an Apple self driving car? We have never asked about the car in this program, and uh, now you're going to make me feel self-conscious about it. <laughs> hey, let's talk about happier matters. Lloyd with Morgan streaking. She's chipping the goalkeeper! Off the post and in! for Lloyd! That was uh, Carly Lloyd taking all of 16 minutes to score a hat trick in the World Cup final earlier this month. Tell me, who is the Carly Lloyd of tech? Ren! Who who is the Carly Lloyd of tech? I'm going to pick a woman in tech, and I'm going to pick Christina Warren, um, who's a journalist at Mashable. Specifically, she had a hat trick at WWDC, where she managed to not only do some great coverage on App Camp for Girls and on the diversity program um, that Apple runs, the scholarship program, but she managed to land an interview with Tim Cook, where he mentioned, you know, a woman on stage, and then a woman showed up on stage. So basically, I think Christina Warren won WWDC. Yes. All right, Jim Dalrymple. Who is the Carly Lloyd? Carly Lloyd is a U.S. player, by the way, Jim. Yes. Who is the and, Carly Lloyd of tech? And I would not uh, watch those games because of what the U.S. Uh, women's team, how they cheated uh, the last time around uh, <laughs> against Canada. And they pressured the referee into making some poor decisions. So I boycotted the U.S. team and will not watch their game. So I think the U.S. team should be expelled from World Cup competition because of their antics. Uh, a bold Some stand. real geopolitical tension here. Yeah, a bold stand on that. No, no points, but I have to admire that. <laughs> uh, we're going to war with Canada, aren't we? Yeah. After this podcast, we will. <laughs> Eric Malinowski. Uh, I'm going to say Eddie Q. He took out uh, RDO, he took out Spotify, he took out Tidal, and it didn't take him 16 minutes. It took him merely uttering the words Apple Music. So he was uh, far more efficient than Carly Lloyd and will have much more wider-ranging ramifications, I think. And Jeff Carlson. I like all of their answers better. But okay, well, I, <laughs> they all get points, including Jim. <laughs> but I will say um, Elon Musk only because uh, he's he's doing a lot of big things successfully, uh, whether it's, um, you know, uh, electric cars or uh, rockets into space or, um, you know, new rechargeable uh, power options for the home and office. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot going on coming from one person. Boom. Okay. We are on our last question. Can you believe it? And, uh, you know, Ren is going to be in the final, so uh, <laughs> we're really just uh, uh, figuring out who among Jeff, Eric, and Jim will, uh, will make that final point. Slice 
is a market research firm that you've never heard of, and they used methodology no one would endorse to predict that Apple Watch sales had plunged 90% after the opening weekend. Apple subsequently said its watch sales were stronger in June than in the earlier months. Whoops! So with that in mind, pull a prediction out of thin air about something that's going to happen in the tech world between now and and our next show, uh, Ren, since it does, you could just blow a raspberry into the mic and make the final. Let's start with you. The modern buckle is still not going to be on sale because Apple hates everybody who likes leather. There you go. Excellent. Well played. Uh, Jeff. Uh, I think following Apple's and Amazon's lead, companies are going to stop reporting units sold. They're just going to make graphs that say we sold a lot and, and we sold more. There you go. Uh, Jim iPhone sales will plummet. Boom. And Eric Malinowski. Uh, Twitter Pro subscriptions geared toward individual users. Uh, semantic search of your favorites. Mass unfollow if you want. All for only four ninety five a month. And the best feature, you can self-suspend your account and never tweet. Boom. All right. Let us check the scores. Hey, Serenity Caldwell, 34 points. She's in the final. Boom. So who will be joining her? Well, in last place, a man who hates America and all that it stands for. <laughs> that doesn't necessarily narrow it down. No, it doesn't. <laughs> um, Jim Dalrymple, very well played, 28 points. With 29 points, Jeff Carlson. Oh, With 30 points, just oh my God. barely. Eric Malinowski is in the final. And this is the portion of the program that we call Defend the Indefensible. I am going to read both of our finalists a statement. It's an outrageous statement. They have to defend it for 20 seconds. No matter how ridiculous it is, they they must agree with everything I say. And um, Ren, as our winner, you get to pick whether you go first or second. Oh, I will go first and get it out of the way. (laughs) Okay, very brave, very brave. Let's see. I'm looking at the ones. All right. Ren? Yes. The only worthwhile parts of Apple's Worldwide Developer Conference keynote were the ones involving Drake. Well, you know what, Phil? I absolutely agree with that because let's just talk about Drake's amazing Apple leather jacket. Like when he was on stage, that was all I could stare on. And you know what? He was talking about it during his presentation. Oh, I love this. I'm a, you know, I'm an Apple fanboy just like you guys. I really care about Apple. Awesome. It's so great. And great. You know what? he was You've done so it. Easy. 20 seconds. <laughs> that was impressive. That was very impressive. <laughs> Ren wins. I don't know, Eric. It's a, I, I have faith in you. All right. Okay. Eric, I means I, I, I means you here. So I am listening. After WWDC, I, Eric Malinowski, <laughs> hope that every Apple event features the company giving away expensive Apple gear to professional athletes. I mean, come on, Philip. Seriously, who better than to spread the gospel of technology than professional athletes? They are our most important citizens. They make the most money. They're on the most commercials. I mean, they're literally in our faces 24-7. If you want to get your product out there, you got to have it in the hands of a big-time athlete. There's literally no other way to go. No other marketing plan will suffice. You've got to get in the hands of Peyton Manning, Tiger Woods. Come on. It's a no-brainer. Come on. You've got to awesome. get your product out there. There you go. I I am I am very torn. That is a very tough final to decide. 
She had to defend Drake, though, so I am going to say <laughs> Serenity Caldwell is our champion. <laughs> your first Is this your first win? This is my second. My first second ever win. was, like, my first month at Macworld, so it's been oh, a while. Oh, well then. Well then. C- congratulations. Thank you. Well done. Drake's check is in the mail. So <laughs> it leaves it leaves me just to thank uh, my guest today, Ren Caldwell, uh, Eric Malinowski, uh, Jeff Carlson, and uh, America's favorite soccer fan, Jim Dalrymple. <laughs> thank you all for being here today. I'm Philip Michaels. We'll be back next time on the Pundit Showdown. Take care until then. Closing music, closing music, closing music, closing music. I really hope that that stays in the final and that we never the, get That can be our, our stinger at the end. Yeah. Yes. We'll, we'll let Jason know. Closing that music. Closing music, closing music. Okay. Boom. <laughs> <laughs>